This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. You are listening to this very special episode of Spaced Out right here on phoenixradio.com.au. It's the final episode for Jack and I and we've decided to team up and showcase the best that Springfield has to offer, both in terms of the university and Springfield in general, haven't we Jack? Yeah, we have and we are joined by an extra special guest now because we are joined by uh, Councillor Paul Tully from the Ipswich City Council, the uh, representative for Division 2, which is the area that covers uh, Springfield. How are you this afternoon, Councillor Tully? Very good. A bit windy, a bit of rain on the way, but otherwise uh, feeling pretty good. There's so much going on in Springfield, isn't there? Talk us through maybe maybe some of the big talking points recently. What's happening in Springfield? Well, I can remember this area when it was bushland, uh, you know, when you had the original Springfield, but Orion, the university, didn't exist. And I remember coming down in a four-wheel drive and... I can't believe you know, the amount of development. Over 40,000 people, almost 100,000 people ultimately. That's bigger than the city of Rockhampton. So we've got massive potential, fastest growing city in Queensland. But Springfield itself is um, you know, just a, an epitome of, of the amount of development and the opportunities here. My own son actually completed his law degree here at the uh, USQ last year. He was admitted as a solicitor in June. So I even have a personal affinity, not only living in the area, but uh, a son who's uh, one of the law graduates here so it's fantastic yeah great and you say a hundred thousand people is that currently or is that the expected group no it's about forty thousand now but ultimately a hundred thousand and um yeah the opportunities here are great the development opportunities opportunities for jobs and the number of schools here public schools and uh private schools and colleges that are here the announcement recently of a um, public hospital being associated with a martyr hospital. Um, people who haven't been here, and I think there's a lot of Ipswich people who may have never never got off the um, you know, the um, Ipswich motorway and come along the Centenary Highway to see the amount of development. I I personally think it's uh, fantastic. You know, you know what's happening here, and I say to a lot of people here, you can get to the airport through a series of tunnels in about 35 minutes, even to the Gold Coast in 50 minutes with no uh, traffic lights. You know, it is absolutely unbelievable and we're only talking about Springfield kicking off in the uh, 1990s and it wasn't even part of Ipswich uh, in those days that didn't happen until 1995 it was with a council called the Mortonshire Council so you know it's all systems go here. And do you think that uh, Springfield's location I think uh, plays a huge part in its success we've got access to like you said the Gold Coast we've got access to most of Brisbane within half an hour 45 minutes we can get to Ipswich, we can get to the Outback even within no, not much time at all. Do you think that lends itself really good to the to its central location to everything? Yeah, I think it does uh, because a lot of people um, you know, coming along the Centenary Highway, it's very close to the uh, western suburbs of Brisbane. A lot of people in the Greenbank area come and shop here, uh, got their kids going to school here, so that opportunity is there. And what a, what a great vista when you come across the Logan Motorway. You've got the Greenbank Army Camp actually on both sides of the uh, highway. You know, and it's not just built up with a lot of houses. You know, that's open bushland as, a, as, a, as the entry into, into Ipswich and a railway line. You know, a lot of people said that will never happen. A lot of people said a public hospital will never happen, but everything's been happening you know, here for almost 30 years. Is there a date on when the railway line is going to continue through to Ripley? Uh, well, that's some, something that we're pushing for. I think it has to happen. The amount of development in the Ripley Valley, 125,000 people projected you know, for that area. It's really got to happen because if you leave it too long, people have already made choices, like they've bought two cars for their home and um, for mum and dad and then the kids of course and people don't have that real need for public transport so I think it's really important that we keep pushing for that. And it also really makes it a lot easier to get to Springfield from Ipswich because the moment you have to go down to Darrow and then come back. 
Yeah, a absolutely. And people who are going to the university, uh, of course, or using any of the facilities. But anyone who's here think, thinks it's a great area because there's plenty of parkland, uh, plenty of opportunities for, for young kids growing up as well. What does having a university um, mean for the community or do for the community? Oh, well, that was one of the big things. I'd been pushing for that. I, I know um, our council back in 1991 was had a policy to, to push for a university. We didn't have a university. We, we had two. It was originally the University of Queensland at West Ipswich. Now that's part of the USQ. But uh, a provincial, see, what I call a fair income university, uh, the old-style one with big campuses and sporting fields and whatever, not, not the ones on the eighth floor of a building at Kangaroo Point or something like that. I'm not demeaning those other ones, but, but this is USQ is a genuine university of, of the old style. So I've got a question for you, if it's right, Pat. Yep. I always drive past. We're, we're at the back of the uni here on Sinathambi Boulevard, and up there there's this massive big block of land what it, what's is that just going to stay bare as it is at the moment? No, I think that can be an opportunity. It's an open sort of opportunity. If you've got the health precinct uh, in through there, uh, Aveo and the Mater Hospital and uh, professional suites, I just think you'll see that develop bit by bit. Even though there's a lot of development here, um, there's still a lot of opportunities here with, with high, rise, high rise near the uh, Springfield Central Railway Station. And uh, yeah, the, the develop, as a, and I say to young people, if you take up a trade as a, as a young tradie or as an apprentice, you could spend your entire career, 40 years or more, in the Western Corridor. 100%. And now, just before we go, we've got a minute or two left. There's just a rumour floating around. I hope it's true. But anyway, let's see how it that, goes. That you're a world record holder. I was. world record holder. Yeah, that's true. That goes back to 1969. You guys have done your research pretty well. I was at we the have. University of uh, Queensland. I think it was 1969, um, there was a world record, which they don't publish any uh, uh, gastronomic records anymore, but it was for the uh, eating the most amount of uh, potato crisps. Uh, it was 20, 30 packets in 24 minutes, 33.6 seconds without a drink. So, um, oh, that's, um, gee, that's over 50 years ago now, guys. So I congratulate you on your investigative <laughs> yeah. abilities. It was in the Guinness Book of Records for many years, uh, but they, they took it out in, well, I think, around about the, the 2000 mark because people were eating snails and, and oh, hundreds man. of bananas and all sorts of crazy things. Do you still have the certificate on the wall? I, I do. I, a picture that was published in the Guinness Book of Records, <laughs> but I don't put that on my, uh, you know, on my CV. Uh, <laughs> that was think... a first-year university student, so that's a long way away. But anyway, you've revived some memories how, today. How Definitely. do you how do you even do that? Like, is it are you are you were you very sick afterwards? No, not really. But the because uh, you can't do it with with a drink. Yeah, you know, there's no drink, which yep. means that the crisps, yeah, you know, they they rip into the top of your mouth. I think I only ate mashed potato for about three wow. months after that. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, look, Jack, I think it's almost time up for us here today. Yeah, we've thanks done... so much, Councillor Tully. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. And we've done everything from flying aeroplane simulators to the gym and now speaking with the wonderful world record holding, Mr. <laughs> Paul Tully. Thank you very much for tuning into this very special final episode of Spaced Out right here on phoenixradio.com.au. That's, that. That's it from me, Pat. Hooroo. That's it. Catch us later.